Welcome to Answers to Life's Challenging Questions, helping to open your eyes to the many solutions to life's everyday challenges. We spend so much time looking for support and guidance on how to resolve the issues we face, it can be easy to get lost and overwhelmed. Join in as we provide practical and professional advice to help guide you towards overcoming your barriers and finding the hope that will reignite your passion and help you live a happy and healthy life. Now please welcome your hosts, Dr. Pamela Jordan and Dr. Craig Dossman. Welcome to Answers to Life's Challenging Questions. I'm Pamela Jordan. And I'm Dr. Craig Arthur Dossman. Thank you for listening to another episode of Answers to Life's Challenging Questions. On today's podcast, we'll be dealing with the topic that has affected many of Americans across this country. Many of us have been grieving the loss of our loved ones as a result of COVID-19. And so on today's podcast, we're going to discuss grief, what grief is, how we can overcome grief, and things that we can do to move forward through the process of losing our loved ones. Now, Dr. Dossman, can you share with our listening audience the five stages of grief and some things that they can do to cope with losing their loved ones or someone near and dear to them? Absolutely, Dr. Jordan. Uh, the first thing that I want to say is that uh, there, there is no right or wrong way to grieve, but there are healthy ways to deal with the process of grieving. Now, I'm sure there are those who are watching this podcast, and you're perhaps you're asking the questions, wait a minute. He's talking about death or the loss of someone, a loved one, perhaps even a pet. Well, maybe in your mind, you might be thinking, well, this is not happening with me now. Or maybe I'm young or the people that I love, they're young. So death and loss, that's a topic that's going to be way down the road. Well, first, I want to say this. There is a 100% chance that the ones that you love one day will die. And the question is, how are you going to deal with that loss? How are you going to deal with that grief? And so, today's presentation, we want to talk about coping with grief. Grief is, is really a very uncomfortable topic because when it comes to death, death comes at every age and stage of life. One colleague of mine says death comes without warning, but we all must deal one day with the subject of death. Now, for those of us who understand about grief, there's no explanation that is needed. But for those of us who do not, no description is possible. 
Grief is personal. Grief is individual. And everyone, every person's experience is different when it comes to the topic of, of grief. Your personality, your friends, your family, your support group in your life, they all will contribute to how you deal with loss when that time comes. And so we wanna deal with coping with grief. Now, some, some people feel better after a few weeks or months, but for some, it might take several years. Grief is often described as something that happens through stages. And each of us, when we deal with the matter of grief, we must at some time follow these stages. First, you have the right to grieve, and you need to know that. And to fully experience your grief. Now, there, there are five stages of grief and someone very famous, Dr. Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, interviewed over 10,000 individuals who were dying. And she came up with these five stages of grief. Many of you might be familiar with those stages. The first stage is the stage of denial. This can't be happening to me. The second stage is anger. Why did this happen? Who caused this to happen? The third stage is bargaining. Make this not happen and I promise that I will do so-and-so or I'll be a better person. Then there's a stage of depression. I can't handle this. I'm too sad to do anything. Then there's the final stage of acceptance. I acknowledge the fact that my loved one is deceased and there's nothing that I can do about it. So those stages are denial, Anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. When we go through these stages, we might go through these stages during longer periods of time, and for some, shorter period of time. But it's a process that we must go through. Now, there's ways to take care of yourself during this grieving process. I call it self-care. First, allow yourself to grieve. One thing that I would say Dr. Jordan would bother me is that whenever I attend a funeral or I hear about the death of a colleague or just a family member or, or friend, and I, I listen and I'm amazed by listening to people's 
different remarks or responses. And I, I've even heard people when they uh, have gone to a funeral and they go to the grieving party and they respond, child, don't cry. Things are going to get better. And so that's a sign as if to say, don't grieve, stop crying, move on, get over it. What are some of those experiences that you've had to deal with, Dr. Jordan, when it comes to that area of grieving? Yeah, you're absolutely right, Dr. Dossman. Uh, There are several people, their initial response when they're asking you about a lost one or loved one who has passed is, how are you feeling? Are you okay? Well, clearly I'm not okay. I just lost my parent or I just lost my brother or sister or my grandmother. So that's been my experience is that when I've lost someone, particularly when I lost my grandparents, having that question be uh, constantly asked of me, you know, are you okay? Rather than possibly another question like, is there something I can do for you? Or it's it's kind of a fine line because oftentimes it's difficult to know what to say um, when someone passes. I'm glad you mentioned Elizabeth Kubler-Ross because, you know, I loved her book that she wrote on death and dying. And I think she wrote a couple of other books with uh, David Kessler. Um, and those books are amazing books. If someone is interested in a book, we can put that information in our Facebook feed on that page so that you can uh, have access to that information and that resource for you. But to answer your question, how my experience has been, you know, the frustration of people constantly asking me that question of how I'm feeling or how I'm doing, or is there anything they can do for me, I think is a better question for them to ask, or is there anything I need? Because clearly grief, as you stated so eloquently, everyone has a different effect as it comes to grief, that they are at peace with that loss in their family. You know, they they may be accepting it better Um, that being one of the steps in grief acceptance. However, if they are dealing with you know, maybe they failed to visit or felt that they didn't call or didn't have closure with it, you know, then they may be dealing with that denial or, you know, being angry at themselves about it. Would you like to add more to the actual five steps oh, yes. of grief? Absolutely. I, I think also uh, another word that uh, or a phrase that people uh, often say and maybe out of their own sincerity, and I don't want to necessarily push too hard by saying ignorance, but sometimes they will they will come and say words like, I'm sorry for your loss. Now that sounds nice. It, it sounds nice. I'm sorry for your loss. But I I always give the illustration of when a person attends a funeral. They're sitting, let's say, in a situation, they're sitting in front of a casket. And let's say you could have eight family members in the front row, and they, they're, they're sitting in front of that casket, but each of them individually has a relationship with the deceased. And you don't know what that relationship was. 
And so normally when I want to enter into a conversation with someone, I'll tell, I'll ask them, what relationship with your father? What was your relationship with your mother? What was your relationship with your sister? So I could say to someone, uh, you know, I'm, you, you know, I'm, I'm sorry for your loss, not realizing I could be speaking to a girl who was raped by that person in that casket. Mm. But we, our emotions, our feelings are, you know, there's children actually have what, what I call that love-hate relationship because children are supposed to love their parents. But sometimes we deal with relationships that are difficult and toxic. And so we don't know. And maybe maybe there was a death and it was unexpected. But before that death, there was a crisis. There was a break in a relationship. But somehow death has a way of forcing people into spaces and places that they might be uncomfortable in. And so instead of saying to people, I'm sorry for your loss, what we need to do is simply try to engage them in understanding that relationship. And once we understand that relationship, then we'll have wisdom on how to speak to them. But when it comes, as, as I stated, when it comes to dealing with grieving, uh, these, these five things I, I want to say, number one, allow yourself to grieve. You know, uh, often we try to push grief away. We try to avoid grief and it only leads to prolonging it. Uh, uh, unresolved grief leads to depression, anxiety, substance abuse, and health problems. And so we need to uh, grieve and allow ourselves to grieve. And it's okay, okay to express ourselves. Number two is that we need to express our feelings or express our loss in a tangible way. Now, Dr. Jordan, what, what I do is that whenever a loved one of mine passes or someone close to me, I, I always request of, of the family when it's appropriate if I could have something that is, was special to them. You know, after they, they might pass some, some of the clothes or whatever it might be, you know, I might, they might give me like a tie or a handkerchief or a, an occasion right, right now, I'm wearing a watch. Uh, that that was uh, once owned by my nephew who's deceased. But whenever I look at my time, it also makes me think of John, you know, someone that was very dear to our family. And so there's different ways that people can grieve. You can, you can write about the loss in a journal. Uh, you can write a private note to that loved one. Oftentimes people feel they didn't have an opportunity to say what they needed to say and it happened so quick and so suddenly. And so sometimes writing a note gives us a way to express that. We can create a memory album uh, of, of photos. You know, uh, while, while death comes, uh, memories allow us to go back and recall those those kind days and those kind moments and those uh, special times. Then, uh, in order to grieve appropriately, we need to be physically healthy, uh, which means you know your mind and your body are connected. 
and uh, physical health helps with your emotional healing process. So that's why it's important to even take time to walk uh, or, or run or go to a spa or, or go through a process where you can take care of yourself during the grieving process. And then don't, don't judge yourself or let others judge you during your grieving process. You are allowed to grieve. You are allowed to grieve for as long and as deeply as you need to. No one, including yourself, can tell you when to move on. Because when it comes to death and it comes to loss and grieving, we don't, we don't move on and we don't get over it. We don't get over it. Remember this, when it comes to grief, you don't move on, you only move forward. Dr. Jordan, is there anything else that you would like to share before we close? Yes, Dr. Dossman, I am so glad you mentioned that um, sometimes when we're going through closure of, of a dealing with uh, someone who has passed and it's important that you do request something of that person. Um, and I know when my grandmother uh, died, I was able to get this um, clock. It was a music clock and it played a song on it that she loved to hear. And so I now have that clock today, that, that music box clock, and it's in my uh, living room on my, you know, um, items that I, you know, really um, hold dearly to my heart. And so uh, it's right next to her picture and her photo. And whenever I pass by that uh, music box, it, I really think about her and it recalls some really great memories of her. Um, I love that you also suggested writing a letter or writing a journal. Um, Sometimes I know with this COVID virus going on, many of um, those who have experienced grief and loss have not had the opportunity to actually say goodbye in person. It was only done on a video or via uh, a cell phone. Um, and it's important that you have closure in that uh, you can write your loved one a letter and express, you know, what you would have said to them um, in their last moments. And so that's very important that uh, you have that opportunity to do it. Um, I know I had a cousin who passed and who committed suicide um, when I was in college, and I was able to do that. I was able to uh, write a note to her, you know, express my feelings, um, um, share some, you know, uh, times that we had together, you know, some enjoyable times. What I did was I put it inside of a bottle and I, uh, we used to go fishing every weekend that we would um, be together um, when we would uh, uh, go to Missouri. Her father uh, would take us fishing and we would go fishing. So I went to uh, one of the lakes in the area and, you know, set the bottle 
there uh, by the lakeside. Um, you know, I don't know if somebody picked it up later, but that didn't matter. It allowed me to have closure and have a memory of another moment that we shared together when she was alive. Thank you so much, Dr. Dossman, for sharing with us about grief and uh, ways to cope with it, ways to find closures, ways to overcome those stages of grief, and to get to um, the final stage of, you know, um, experiencing acceptance and having a peace about uh, your loved one. Um, is there any final words that you would like to share, Dr. Dossman? Well, I just wanted to just again say that, you know, grief is normal, it's natural, and that there's going to come a time in all of our lives where we're going to be confronted with that. So it's a reality. And how we respond to it in a healthy way will allow us to grow when we have to face these disappointing moments in our lives again. Dr. Jordan, how can they get further information from us? Absolutely. Um, we have our Facebook page as well as an Instagram page. And feel free to uh, log on to our Instagram and Facebook page and um as you log on, make sure that you like the page and, you know, make your comments. You can also submit any questions that you want um, in the DM um, and or instant message us your questions. We also have a phone number that you can call, which is area code 415-690-8605. And feel free to leave us a message, anything that you'd like to share with us so that we can prepare for our next upcoming podcast. Uh, We will be able to answer your questions at that time. Thank you so much for joining us. And it was so great to share with you about grief today. We appreciate you joining us on this episode of Answers to Life's Challenging Questions. For more information and resources, be sure to join us on Facebook to connect directly with your hosts, as well as others just like you who are looking for answers to life's challenging questions. You can find us at facebook.com slash answers to life's questions. Until next time.